1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. 
Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man. 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway. Also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. And wait a minute. What's that? It's the Monster Mash. That must mean it is Halloween here in New Orleans and across the country and across the world. After a big Halloween weekend here in the city. You know, we talked about it a lot, right? Halloween is for the kids, but yet really it's for the adults. Uh, all weekend long, adults costuming, parties all over the city. New Orleans really be- has become a kind of a central hub for Halloween, even without Voodoo Fest here in New Orleans. And, um, of course, we hope that, that the Voodoo will return one day. It's a shame that, again, that concert has been suspended now uh, since COVID. And uh, it was really a big, big um, moneymaker for the city. Uh, and uh, just part of the Halloween celebration. But the, but the celebration went on all, all throughout the city. And, of course, tonight uh, is the night for the kids as well. Uh, a lot of kids out there trick-or-treating. So, again, if you're driving home from work, you're trying to get home, uh, please remember about the, 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 the kids that are out there uh, costuming and, um, you know, drive cautiously, uh, especially, again, in the neighborhoods around, around the, the, the city, suburbs, suburbs et cetera. Tonight for uh, you know all kids to enjoy and heck, <laughs> uh, adults too. Are you kidding me? Um, not only again did did I enjoy Halloween when when the kids were growing up, uh, but again as an adult going to parties and then of course as a dad, you, you know you got to go through the candy right. You got to you got to check out all the candy to make sure the candy's safe and of course you got to do a little taste test. And, uh, of course, uh, my kids all know about Dad's Taste Test uh, back in the day. Hope you're out there and enjoying it with your family uh, tonight, big night. Again, Halloween night here uh, in the city and across the nation. All right, uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Rudy will have some um, uh, Halloween music throughout the, the program celebrating the day. You're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app. That's our uh, digital platforms. Uh, NashFM106.com and also EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find that. Our social media platforms. Join the conversation at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. Have not uh, solidified the guests for the award-winning Inside New Orleans sports this week. I'll have that for you by tomorrow. But now rest assured, we'll be on live on Thursday, 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming at 1 o'clock on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And then the rebroadcast begins. 6 p.m. on LA on Thursday night. 10 p.m. on the Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2. That's Thursday night. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. That's statewide. 10 o'clock on the on WLAE-TV, the mothership, and then back on on WLE-TV2 at Saturday morning at 2 a.m., back on Pelican Sports Television at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, always on the WLE-TV YouTube page, always on our social media platforms. So, again, uh, check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks of Junior Gin. I try to get out there and enjoy, again, a fantastic spirit uh, in the super premium gin category. Only a limited edition for only, again, will only be around until March of 2023. Uh, and, of course, it's become once once again one of the highest-selling limited-edition spirits in that Super Premium Gen category, following in the footsteps of Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, two of the other, um, two of the three, uh, well, actually two of the four now, of, uh, again, the uh, limited-edition spirits that uh, uh, Leslie Gracie, the uh, 
Bastard Distiller for Hendrix has come up with. Remember, I've talked about it a lot over the last few months. She's a scientist by trade, but also a master distiller. And Hendrix has given her the leeway to go out and, again, create uh, other spirits or other, other, other flavor profiles within the Hendrix brand. And, of course, uh, this is no different. Notes of coastal freshness balanced with notes of citrus, alluring uh, juniper character, lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. This limited edition Henrik's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. And, of course, perfect for any time to be able to go out and enjoy a cocktail. But especially those of you that, again, like to have, um, you know, different spirits in your liquor cabinet, maybe one-of-a-kind spirits, uh, you know, spirits that, again, they're, gonna, they're only going to be around for a while. Uh, this, is a, this is going to be um, uh, much like Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, um, uh, uh, really kind of a talking point down the line for folks that, you know, have those bottles and have them uh, stacked in their lit liquor cabinet because when folks come over and you want to treat them to a, a different type of cocktail, uh, Hendrix is always the way to go. Part of the William Grant Family Distillers Portfolio of Spirits, Hendrix Neptunia Gin, proud sponsor of our Monday show. It's a beautiful Monday, isn't it? I mean, not just Halloween, the, the weather, uh, the weather all weekend, just with a little bit of, well, we had a little bit of touch of rain on Saturday, but other than that, all the parties went off successfully. Had a lot of events here in the city. Uh, you know, French Quarter was packed with, again, uh, so many folks coming in from out of town to be able to enjoy Halloween. And um, no, 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 no tricks, just treats in, in the Caesar Superdome on Sunday as uh, the Saints probably sh- finally showed up. <laughs> the team that we expected to see all season long finally showed up on Sunday. Uh, and, and, again, we'll talk about that as we go forward. We'll also talk about the Pels. Uh, on their West Coast swing, they're one and one on that swing right now. With again, the Lakers on tap on Wednesday, and then of course, uh, big week, big month really for all four uh, of the local teams: Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, and Saints uh, here in November. But uh, huge for both LSU and Tulane to be able to prove that again they're not pretenders, but they're contenders uh, in the month of November with big games coming up over the next four weeks. And we'll talk about it all today on the program. Only one guest today. Larry Holder is under the weather. We wish him the best on this Halloween. Can't believe it. Larry loves Halloween. I mean, I mean, Larry just loves Halloween. Loves getting dressed up. Loves going out with the kids. And he's under the weather today. So. Um, the, the, hopefully he'll feel better. Lessie's jumping in with us uh, this evening uh, from CrestedSports.com, award-winning journalist and also accomplished author. Les will join us at 535 this afternoon. Looking forward to having him on, on the program. All right, well, let, let's talk about the Saints. Look, we'll open the phone lines in a little while as well for you to be able to give your take. But um, as I mentioned, this is the team that we expected to see all season. This was the team that, again, that one of the reasons why I said I thought they, they could win the NFC South, and they could, they could contend for the NFC Championship once they got into the playoffs. Um, the Saints dominated the Raiders in, in, in all phases of the game. Here's the difference. We saw the emotion once again, right? You know, that will to win, okay? A team that didn't beat itself. I mean, those were, you know, you look at the Saints, and you look at the stats, and then, of course, again, you look at turnovers and penalties, uh, again, the self-inflicted mistakes that have held this team back, they cleaned that up uh, for, for the Raider game on, on Sunday. This team that showed up on Sunday, okay, this team that showed up on Sunday, even with the injuries they have right now, can win the NFC South and can make some noise in the playoffs. That's, and again, that's, that, that's weird to say, right? This team's won three games this season. They've been a total disappointment. But I told you guys last week, it ain't over. 
It ain't over. And a lot of that, again, was, was based on, okay, are they going to uh, take to heart what the captains, what the leaders on this team are saying? When, when Alvin Kamara steps up and starts talking, okay, and publicly, again, uh, I don't want to say admonishes his team, but, again, talks about some of the issues that they're having, uh, you know, in practice, uh, some of the issues that they're having, uh, and, again, uh, not, not getting rid of the mistakes that, they, that they, they've been having throughout the year. If they, if they were not going to listen to him, a guy that, again, doesn't speak out a lot, if his voice would not ring in throughout that, that entire uh, locker room, then the Saints were going to be in trouble. But I thought that they'd have a chance to be able to rebound him. Did I, did I see 24 nothing? No, I didn't. But I thought they'd beat the Raiders on Sunday. And, and, the, and it's not over. Everybody thinks the Ravens are, look, let me tell you something, the Ravens are beatable, okay, on Monday night. Saints play like they did against the Raiders this week. They're beating the Ravens on Monday night, okay? The Steelers, they're starting a rookie quarterback. They are beatable, okay? Uh, the Rams are a tough team, okay? But you saw, when you, you, again, you saw yesterday against San Francisco, they are beatable. Uh, the Bucks are a shell of what they were. They're exactly what I thought they'd be this year, an older team with an offensive line that's porous, and now with a quarterback that's got some issues on and off the field. Uh, and so they're beatable. Uh, then comes your bye week to be able to kind of um, uh, rest up a little bit, get, get, get healthy once again. That 10-game mini-bye and the 10-day mini-bye really helped this team, I think, to kind of get their head together. Um, then the Falcons. Falcons, come on, they're a fraud. I'm saying it right now, they're a fraud. Okay, The Browns will be starting Deshaun Watson in that game. I'll take a rusty Deshaun Watson any time, all right? That's at the Browns. Eagles are going to be very, very difficult. Uh, they're on fire. They're the best team in the NFL right now. And then, of course, you finish up with the Panthers. This is not a, uh, this is not a, a, a schedule that is, that is arduous or, or, again, out of reach uh, for the Saints to be able to come in and, and to be able to, to, again, either be in every game or have a chance to win those games if they play like they did yesterday. And that's the key, if they play like they did yesterday. You know, and it started and it started up front with the defense and the offensive lines. Okay, that's where, again, this team's strength is supposed to be, and that's where, again, the strength was yesterday. On defense, the pass rush emerged, finally. It was not just Cam, the Cam Jordan show. They had 22 pressures, 17 of those by defensive linemen. They had a total of four sacks, nine quarterback hits, and seven tackles for loss. Okay, um, Las Vegas had 13 carries on, on the ground for 38 yards. This is a team that was a power-running team. Jacobs is one of the best running backs in the NFL, and they shut him down. 145 yards given up through the air, a total of 183 yards of total offense. They didn't cross the 50-yard line until garbage time, with two minutes left in the fourth quarter when they were trying to, um, furiously trying to get, a, again, the goose egg off the scoreboard. Uh, and even then, you know, they got close, and they, then they had a, I think they had a penalty that moved them back, and the Saints were trying to be able to keep them out, but, but again, they couldn't. But still, how great did that defense play yesterday when the opposing offense doesn't cross the 50-yard line until, again, about two minutes left in the game when it's garbage time? Seriously. That's a dominant defense. Jacobs was 10 carries for 43 yards. Every other ball carrier that carried the ball for the Raiders had negative statistics that tells you something about the about the again the the way that the defensive line play but also when the defense as a whole uh this is the defensive line we thought we were going to see right okay going into going into the season 
dominant in the middle, stopping the run, the ability to be able to rush the passer with multiple pass rushers. Um, they finally play with emotion. We, we saw a swarming defense, a gang-tackling defense. Okay? They, they, they smothered the, the, the Raiders on the ground. And, of course, again, uh, tight coverage on, 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 on the pass, even without Marshawn Lattimore on the field. I'm going to talk about Elante Taylor a little bit later on, but uh, they have found themselves another star. Okay? And, uh, and, look, I'll talk about the whole story. Because, remember, I was one of the ones that when they drafted him in the second round, okay, sat on this radio show and said, what? Wait a minute. What? That's a reach. Everybody, every magazine, every publication, every, every site that I went to had him as a fourth-round graded player. Obviously, the scouts were wrong. This kid is a budding star. We'll get into it a little bit later on. But, again, the defense as a whole, uh, were, were, they, they played, like we, again, like last year's defense. They played the defense we thought they were going to be. The interior of the defensive line showed up. Anyamata leading the way. We also saw, you know, Davenport, Turner, and Street come out of witness protection program. Okay? Davenport and Turner. Turner, again, was, was, has been a healthy scratch. He played well. Street, who came over from San Francisco, who was supposed to augment the interior of the defensive line, who has not played well all season long, stepped up. And wait a minute, Davenport was a force. They were out of the witness protection program. Thank, thank, thankfully. Okay? They made a difference. It just wasn't the Cam Jordan show on Sunday. That entire defensive line was, was, was playing well. They created a turnover. Yeah, again, the Pete Werner tip, Tyron Matthew, once again, what did I say about Tyron Matthew? You've got to put him in a position where he can make plays. Put him in a position where he can be a playmaker. Don't anchor him to, again, one, one position. On, on, he's got to be a guy that can roam, almost the old rover type uh, uh, defensive back. Okay, because, again, when the ball's in the air, he has a way of finding it. Uh, when the ball's on the ground, he has a way of finding it. And, again, he has a way of finding, uh, um, you know, and making big plays. Now, Dennis Allen uh, addressed his tackling with him this, this week, and his tackling was much better. He's got to be a better tackler, again, even, again, where he is in his NFL career. But he's still a guy that can create turnovers, that can make big plays in the defensive backfield. That's why they got him here, and he did that on Sunday against the Raiders. Um, also, again, I want, I want to go back to Alante uh, Taylor because uh, he was the most impressive player that I felt on, on, on the field on Sunday. Uh, he had a tough job. He had Devontae Adams he had to go up against one-on-one. So, again, he literally took Marshawn Lattimore's place, the guy that, again, that lines up against the best wide receiver on the opposing team and goes one-on-one with him all game long. Devontae Adams had one catch for three yards. Are you kidding me? Through three games, Taylor's averaged 90 coverage snaps, 16 targets, five receptions allowed for 51 yards, Four pass defense and zero touchdowns allowed. And that's coming off, again, that they, just, again, the limited amount of time that he's been on the field because of injury. Um, I said it before, okay? There's a new budding star now on the defense, and his name is Alante Taylor. And I scoffed at that second-round selection because he graded out as a fourth-round pick, but I'm telling you right now, the kid can play. And, look, you can talk about the Gardner-Johnson situation. We'll go back to it again right now. One of the things this team was saying was, we think Alante Taylor could be Gardner Johnson. We don't need him. Now, again, I'll say, again, the, the miscalculation was they didn't understand that what Quan Alexander and what Gardner Johnson brought to the team, and this is Mickey Loomis, right? The intangibles of what the juice, the energy, what we saw this past weekend, which has been missing 
from this defense. That's what those guys bought. Not just again guys that can they play at a high level. Okay, you're seeing you're seeing um, um, uh, Ellis play a lot. Uh, where again that could be Quan on the field right now. With all the injuries in the secondary, you tell me CJ GJ is not going to make a difference. No disrespect. Okay, that was a bad move, and it hurt this team, and it's taken them a while to kind of get over that on the defensive side of the ball, but they did it this weekend. And Elante Taylor was a huge reason why. His ability to shut down, again, the best wide receiver on the field, again, that goes a long way. And it could be, again, one of the things that we'll see down the line here is the Saints, and I'm going to talk about some of the cap bills today uh, that they're dealing with because the trading deadline is tomorrow. Um but he's a guy that ultimately could allow this team to maybe walk away from some from some players in that secondary because he's that good. He's that good. Uh, it's the best defensive effort of the season, no, no doubt. On offense, Andy Dalton was clean. When I say clean, I mean he was not sacked, okay? What did I say a few weeks ago? This offensive line is at its best when they're running the football and when they're throwing the screen game and the short passing game, Okay? Dalton has been sacked twice in the last four games. That's it. Okay, the, the, they're running the ball well. Uh, and, and, of course, the short passing game is, is, is working as well. Six of Dalton's 30 pass attempts went for 10 yards, uh, uh, went, for more, went for more than 10 yards. 19 of his 24 passes were for 10 yards of, uh, from, from 10 yards to the line of scrimmage, which means what? The offensive line didn't have to hold their blocks long. Reminded you a lot of Drew Brees behind there, didn't it? Okay, I'm not putting Drew Brees on, on Andy Dalton. I'm just saying the type of offense they played, getting the ball out quickly and allowing, again, the, the playmakers to make plays. Um, and a lot of that goes to what this offensive line is. They're not an offensive line that can hold blocks a long time in, 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 the, um, in the passing game. It's one of the reasons why Jameis uh, struggled because he's not a guy that steps up in the pocket. He's not a guy that gets the ball out quickly. He's not a guy that gets to throws guys open. Those are all, all things, that, again, he's not a guy that throws the ball well on the first and second levels. He's great at throwing the ball long. But, again, he struggles in all those, in all those aspects of what this offense is about. You know, I keep hearing from some people in this community, again, this is about uh, race. This is about black quarterback versus white quarterback. Please give me a break here on that, okay? I'm 62 years old. I don't see black or white. I see, again, black and gold. I could care less what the race of the quarterback is. And anybody out there that, again, is, is talking about this being about race, okay, uh, you, you're delusional at this point. This is about the ability to be able to, again, run the offense the offense that, again, was inherited uh, from Peyton to Carmichael and what they've been doing and what they do well and what this team was built around. This offensive line was built around, again, a guy that gets the ball out quickly so they don't have to hold their blocks. A screen game, getting the ball out to the playmaker so they can make plays. This year, Jameis Winston has not been able to do that. Call it injury, call it whatever you want, inaccuracy, whatever it is. I said this last week. I don't think that we've seen the last of Jameis Winston. But he's going to have to conform his game to this offense. Dalton already does that. It's not about black quarterback, white quarterback. It's about who can get the job done. And Dalton's getting the job done right now. Let me tell you something. I was almost cursing him out when, when he threw the interception uh, that was ultimately out of bounds, okay, because that was a bad, risky play. And you don't need that right now. Just take what the defense has given you. But, again, from that point on, he did that. 
So I don't want to hear this. I see too much of this on social media about this is a black-white thing uh, with, with the quarterback position. Give me a break. 90% of the Saints team is black. Okay, do you think that somehow, again, that Mrs. Benson and Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen are in collusion to, to, to keep a black quarterback off, off the field? They went after Deshaun Watson, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, he is a rapist. He's black. Did not matter to them. Mrs. Benson went and didn't fly once but twice to go meet him. Do you think they cared whether he was black or white? They didn't even care if that, again, they, all, the, all the allegations against him. That's how bad they wanted him. So please, stop with the black and white stuff. Okay, just stop it. Okay, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. What is ridiculous is the way, he, is the way Dalton's played this week. Last week, again, I'm not Sean Vazan said he thought he played well. I thought he played well in garbage time, okay? But, he, again, he showed this week that he has the ability to work the short passing game even without Landry and Thomas on the field. Give a lot of kudos to these young players that, again, that, that are emerging here. Um, he didn't turn the ball over. As I mentioned, he had a, he had a close call on the sidelines, but the def- defensive back was, uh, was um, out of bounds. But he didn't put the ball in harm's way again. He had eight different receivers, which is something, again, that he does quite well. Uh, is, he, is he the answer? No, he's not the, he's not the long-term answer. He's a stopgap. That's all he is. And so is Jameis Winston, to be honest with you. Anybody that thought that Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback of the future here, you're delusional. Okay, unless you change everything that you're doing, including, again, your offensive line. We may see that again next year, but, again, next year is next year. Um, so the ability to make throws at the first and second level, Accurately getting the ball, getting the ball out accurately, getting the ball out quick, helps the offensive line, and then the ability to throw again, pass catchers open. Something again, Jameis didn't do. You know, letting them make plays with their athleticism. Those are the keys of why the Saints were successful on offense yesterday. Okay, um, Kamara, unstoppable, absolutely unstoppable. And again, I was so glad to see him have such a great game yesterday following, again, him standing up in front of the team and calling the team out because, again, he put it on his own shoulders. Uh, that slant that, that, that he ran was unstoppable all game long, okay? That was the Raiders' kryptonite. He was 9 for 96 yards, two touchdowns, again, in terms of reception, both of those touchdowns on slant plays, 18 um, uh, 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 rushes for 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And look, I want to give some credit to Pete Carmichael because remember, a couple weeks ago what I said, gutless and unimaginative. The last couple weeks, he's turned it around. This looks like Sean Payton's offense once again. He's found a way to get Taysom Hill involved, which you've got to do. This dude has got to be on the field, and you've got to use him in every single way you can. Okay, again, that means rushing the ball. That means putting him in a quarterback every now and then. Let him throw the football as well as run the football in that formation, and he's got to catch the football. Yesterday, again, he was responsible for six first downs. He had 61 yards rushing. He was one for one passing. He had 11 yard reception. So it means it means six times that again that of the times that he caught that he had the ball in his hands, that he was responsible for six first downs for this team, moving the chains. And you got to get him involved in it. Olave is unguardable, okay? It's a, it really is, again, precocious when you start looking again at his skill set right now. The, the combination of route running and speed, and you see it. I mean, literally, he comes off, he's such a great route runner, he's leaving veteran defensive backs, he's turning them around. 
and getting open. And he catches the football. Now, look, he's still slight of build. He's going to have to build his body up over the next few seasons, and he will. Uh, he can't take the hard hits again. Like, uh, you know, because, uh, that will separate the ball somewhat. But he will get better with that. But five catches yesterday, 52 yards, just a dynamic player. But what was the biggest difference? Well, the biggest difference was easy. Okay? The Saints came into that Raider game, the most turnover-prone team in the NFL, and one of the most penalized teams in the NFL. What did they do? All week long, what did they do? They, again, they, they, they self-scouted in the 10-day in the, in the in the, break. They came out, and they put an emphasis on what? playing a clean football game, and they did it. They backed it up. Five penalties, 27 yards, okay? No turnovers, created a turnover. Now, this is the performance that, uh, again, without, against the Raiders, without Lattimore, Michael Thomas, and Landry, okay? I mean, it was outstanding because those are three of your stars there. It also shows that the leaders of this team, especially Kamara, had an impact on, on, on this team, which is encouraging. Then again, it doesn't just take the coaches uh, to, to be able to try to motivate this team because Sean Payton was the master motivator. But for guys that, again, are in that locker room, they have the respect of this locker room, captains to stand up and say, hey, we need to get this together, okay? This is the Saints football. I don't like losing, as Kamara said. And, of course, backing it up with his play and, 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 and playing a clean game. And that's the biggest difference. 24 nothing, dominant defensive performance, great offensive performance, but a clean football game. This is the Saints team we expected to see all season long. Now they have to sustain that type of play. they got to do it for the rest of the season. They're 3-5 and five right now. They're in second place. And then a second-place tie with Tampa Bay in the division, a game back from Atlanta for the division lead. I said it last week. I said it last week. Again, I'll say it again. It's not over. It's not even. It's not over. If it was anywhere else, any other division in the NFL, it might be over. But it's not over because they're in the NFC South. This team has a chance to go on a run here. The schedule on paper looks daunting. They play like they did yesterday. There's no reason not in every single game on that schedule. And not and every single game is not winnable. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, a, a great performance by this team overall. A great performance, again, in, term, in terms of, again, uh, picking themselves off the mat after, again, all these self-inflicted mistakes that had put them in a position where they had only won two games this season. And they come up with a gem. Uh, in the dome on Sunday, 24 to nothing, shutting out the uh, uh, the Raiders. The first time that the Saints have uh, have had a shutout at home, I think, in the last decade. Uh, great defensive performance, outstanding offensive performance. Give the coaches a lot of credit for the game plan. Uh, that's Saints football. That's what we saw yesterday, and it's about damn time. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six. Uh, don't forget again, uh, today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Only on the on the market for a limited time, March of 2023. Go try this again. Fantastic gin uh, by uh, by Hendrix, uh, part of the portfolio of William Grant. And don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. Uh, look, I've said this before, ladies and gentlemen, and it just is what it is. It's where we are today in terms of the electrical grid here in South Louisiana. Uh, Generac is the leader when it comes to generators in, 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 in the industry. Burkhart, authorized, uh, uh, sales, uh, authorized uh, service provider for, for Generac, uh, made a purchase of Generac generators as soon as, again, the, the supply chain opened up uh, because so many of their customers were on waiting lists to be able to get those generators installed in their homes. 
and their businesses. Now, they still have generators left in their warehouse waiting to install at your home and your business. And Burkhardt makes it so easy. Uh, their team is the best in the business. Uh, all they do is generators, that generator team, planning, permits, inspection. Um, they make it easy for you. You're going to have multiple inspections you have to deal with. You don't have to be home for that. They're there. Uh, the permitting process, they take care of it all for you. Planning, they only put the generator where it can be safely put. They're not going to move off of, again, where it needs to be put safely. Uh, when the other guys were putting it where you wanted it put, uh, because you wanted it convenient and where you wanted it in your, in your yard or whatever, uh, uh, and, and, and then putting your family at risk because of carbon monoxide poisoning, Burkhart was not doing that. Burkhart, again, following the rules, following the regulations, following, the, following the, uh, uh, again, the, uh, the, the stipulations of where these generators have to be put long before it became law in Louisiana, okay? So you got, again, the expertise of knowing where the generator goes. And then, of course, the service before and after the sale. Uh, Jay Burkhardt coming out to your home or business, sitting down with you, doing a consultation, educating you on generators. And if you did the education already, if you've done the background, you've done the, the homework, then it's just a matter of you guys sitting down and coming to an agreement. And once you come to an agreement, you, you're on the books for a single-day install. And when I say single-day install, I mean one day, single-day install. You can finance it over time. Well, again, with low monthly note for that generator, pay it up front. You get the new install quality check after one month. That's what Burkhardt uh, does with everything they install for you. And then 24-7, 365 emergency service with all the parts you need for your generator in their warehouse in Mandeville waiting to be installed in your generator when you need it. And, okay, don't forget maintaining that generator. Just because you put the generator in the backyard uh, or, again, in the parking lot of your business, doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't have to be maintained. It has to be maintained. Burkhart can do that for you. They're your one-stop shop when it comes to generator sales and service. They're the best. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell's Black Friday event starts early with savings on XPS and Alienware PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors, plus special pricing on accessories and free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Delays are solid on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Clearview. Also look out for delays 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady at Canal Boulevard. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. And look out for an accident Barone at 6th and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Using innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to life like never before, coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 on this Halloween night. Get out there and enjoy again Halloween with your kids, friends, family. Don't forget about my friends over at uh, Dave Miet Insurance. Contractor, professional, business property owner. Maybe you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builders, ricks, workman's comp. Uh, for commercial uh, property, again, automobile coverage for commercial business customers. My man Dave Miet's got you covered. Uh, independent insurance agent searches over 50 companies for the best coverage for the best price. And again, with insurance going up all over again, our area, you got to make sure you got an insurance agent that's looking out for you. Dave Miet will look out for you. 504-556-0809 is the, is the number. If you want to save, call Dave. Uh, he's got a website that's a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. It's D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Or you can go sit down with Dave like I did at his office on uh, Veterans Sector Showgun. Uh, show him your portfolio of insurance and let him go to work. And, again, he'll find savings for you. And then, again, if something happens, whether, again, whether it's catastrophic or otherwise, Dave will be there standing behind you, making sure that, again, that you get um, that, that you get taken care of by your insurance company. Uh, I, I cannot tell you how great Dave has been for us. 
um, here at my here with my family since we moved our insurance to Dave Miet Insurance, and it goes back to Ida, uh, really kind of uh, tutoring me all throughout the entire process. So I didn't go have to go get an attorney, and just showing me again what I had to do, and then ultimately it paid off. Pardon me, it paid off with again us getting uh, getting made whole uh, from from Ida, and there's not a lot of people that can say that. But that's what Dave Miet does. Dave Miet, again, taking care of you uh, before and after the sale. That's Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-S-H-Z.com. Uh, check out Dave Miet Insurance uh, if you're looking for insurance for your home, your business, uh, life, whatever you need. He's got you covered. All right, um, back to the Saints. One of the, uh, and we'll get to the Pelicans a little bit later on. We'll also talk about LSU and Tulane before, the, before we get out of here this afternoon. Remember, uh, today's program brought to you by Hendricks, Neptunia, Jim. Uh, get out there and get it while you can. It's only on, on, the, on the shelves till March of 2023. It's a fantastic uh, uh, gin for you, especially if you're not a gin drinker. I mean, I, That's what I'm saying. Gin drinkers know it's a different flavor profile, but again, if you're not a gin drinker, try it. You know, you got some people say, ah, oh, man, I had a bad experience with gin back in high school. I'll never drink it again. Try this. I promise you, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about tomorrow's the trading deadline for the NFL. And there's been so many rumors out there about the Saints unloading all their stars. And look, I, I really put the Knicks on that a few weeks ago on this program. It is Im- almost impossible for the Saints to be able to trade their stars. And I'll go through it again quickly for you. Um, if they were to trade Michael Thomas, it would be a $13 million cap hit this year, a total of $38.5 million in dead cap. If they were to trade Cam Jordan, it would be a $12.4 million cap hit this year, $34.3 million over the next two years. If they were to trade Marshawn Lattimore, it would be $8.9 million this year, but it would be a $52.6 million dead cap hit over the next two years. Think about that. Um, if, if Ryan Ramchek, it would be a eight million, eight point four million dollar cap hit this year, but it'd be a forty-eight point four million dollar cap hit over two years. Seven point six million dollar cap hit for Andres Peet this year, but twenty-three point five over the next two years. Anyamata, seven million point seven point one million this year, sixteen point eight five over two. Alvin Kamara, who everybody's talking about the possibility of being traded. Of course, everybody's looking for Alvin Kamara. He's the best player on the team. $6.1 million cap hit this year uh, and uh, 25.5 um, uh, cap hit uh, over two years. Demario Davis, $19 million cap hit over two years, $5.8 million, $5. million this year. Um, Will Lutz, $3.8 million this year uh, over two years, $5.5 million due immediately. Uh, you know, I could keep going on and on and on. It's impossible, ladies and gentlemen, okay? The Saints right now have $1.9 million in cap space available right now. They would have to rework deals down at the bottom of their, of their roster, and there's just not enough money to rework the deals, okay? Uh, there's a $5 million fine for, for the teams that go over the cap. They can't get under the cap. Uh, Saints are not going are not gonna get, put themselves in a position to do that. Now, is it impossible for them to do it? No. They could, they could work some things out to get it done. Um, but to me, it would be a huge mistake, okay, because of the cap implications and the psyche of this team right now who have won a big game this past weekend. Look, I said it before. Loomis screwed up uh, uh, trading Gardner Johnson, not re-signing Quan Alexander because he didn't take into account the intangibles that they brought to this team. 
If he was to trade Kamara tomorrow, okay, he'd have to maneuver the cap to get it done, but also what kind of message to send to the team and to the fans, okay? All and long, they preach continuity. Now there's a spark, okay? There's a spark down with this team. Why get rid of your best player, one of your, best, one of your top leaders, for draft picks? Makes no sense. Makes no sense at this point. Okay? I also don't believe that they should trade some players at the bottom of the, of the salary cap. Like, you know, it's been mentioned maybe a Callaway or a Granderson. Just two examples. Depending on what happens throughout this season, when it comes to depth, and we've seen this, this team has been a very injured team so far, you need to hold on to these guys. Okay? These are young players that, again, they have the opportunity to emerge as we get into what we're going to see over the next few years. With, 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 with again, the, the, the cap. Any trades that are going to happen, in my opinion, will happen after the season ends. That way the Saints can rework deals with their players, okay, with the player themselves that, that they would like to trade. Reduce the dead money, reduce the cap hit over two seasons. You know, that's the only way that's going to work. Uh, remember, the TV deal kicks in in 2023. I've been talking about that a lot lately. But also the COVID-19, remember, there were COVID-19 losses that the NFL pushed forward, meaning that, again, those cap increases we were expecting in 24 and 25 are not going to be as large as anticipated, okay? Because, again, they're moving that, 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 that money that they lost with COVID-19 into this next TV deal to be able to make up for those losses. So, again, when you look at the, where those losses go, the percentage of the cap, what the players get, they're not going to have the, the luxury of, again, having these big, giant, again, um, uh, you know, the cap's going to go up. Uh, uh, you know, 30, 40 million. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. At least not early. So the Saints are going to have to, the Saints are going to have a fire sale. They're going to do some creative accounting, okay, to move off their stars. Because remember, they've reworked all these deals over these years to try to get a second Super Bowl with Breeze, okay? And then they have gotten to the point now where these, these, these deals cannot be reworked. Period. The end. They cannot be reworked. Okay, so they're going to have to do some creative accounting there with the player themselves and the agent for any player that's going to be traded. Okay, they have no more cap room to maneuver around again these inevitable cap hits. So we'll see again how that kind of plays out. But I do not expect uh, Kamara to be traded tomorrow. I do not expect anybody again that, that again that, that holds a high dead money number being traded tomorrow because the Saints just can't afford it. So they're just going to have to stick with it and, and again just you know hope when you get to the end of the regular season. If things have, have turned around, uh, and then maybe at that point you start saying, okay, look, we know where we are, and we know at some point we're going to have to start taking these cap hits, and then maybe at that point you start renegotiating deals with players on, with, with the intention of trading them. And that means, again, uh, you know, players and, and the team coming to an agreement there. Uh, but it's hard to get around this dead money, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard. It's very hard. There's a great article, and I think I'm going to post it on my social media platforms, that one of our, um, one of our great listeners uh, uh, sent to me um, uh, from, uh, from Over the Cap uh, that, that talks about this situation, I mean, uh, to a T. Uh, Jason Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald is, the, is the author of the article, and uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, the Saints are in cap hell. And, and, and we know this has been coming for a long time, but it, it makes it, again, it really prohibits them from making any type of trades at the trading deadline. And, look, let me ask you something. Would you trade Kamara for a bunch of – you know, they're talking about second, third, fourth-round pick. If I'm trading Kamara, okay, 
he's going for a first-round picks. And at this point, your first-round pick is sitting with Philadelphia. Unless you change, unless there's somehow, some way, you turn this season around, and I said it's possible, right? I mean, that could be a top-five pick. That could be a top-ten pick. You're not going to make that up. Everybody's talking about, again, the situation with Sean Payton. I've said it over and over again. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. Payton's going to end up with another team. He can't wait to get back on the sidelines, all right? So what does that mean? Well, that means, okay, first of all, you might get a few draft picks, maybe some players for him. Hopefully, again, you're going to get a, get a, um, a, 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 a just a, a huge haul for him, but you may not. I mean, Loomis is negotiating the deal, so I don't have a lot of faith in Loomis. Uh, the other part of this is he's going to raid this team. He's going to raid this team of his best and brightest in the front office. Uh, you know, some guys that maybe you've never heard of, but, again, are integral parts of this team. He's going to raid the coaching staff. And, again, as players become available from this team, he is going to raid those players as well because, again, he wants players that know his system that can help him run his system. This is going to be the offseason where you've got to kind of get rid of Peyton's mistakes, okay? And we'll see ultimately how that happens and if Loomis can get that done. Uh, but I'll say this right now. Uh, if they are going to go in a different direction at the end of the season and then it's going to be a fire sale and they're going to try to be able to, again, just take the cap hits and, and, and go into the tank for the next couple of years, there has to be a wholesale whitewashing uh, and, and pressure washing of, of the entire organization. And that means from Loomis all the way down. That means from Loomis uh, and, and uh, you know, moving into another position within the organization, having, having a true general manager. If that's Jeff Ireland, that's Jeff Ireland, although I believe that if Peyton gets a job, Jeff Ireland's going, to, going with, with, with Peyton. And, of course, that general manager bringing in their head coach. Uh, and that means, that means again, Dennis Allen has to turn this thing around. And, of course, I'm saying this because I believe they could turn it around. But maybe, again, if they don't, Allen may be one and done. So we'll see how this plays out. We saw yesterday there's too much talent on this team to have won three games this season. This is the type of, that's the type of performance that we expected all season long. And hopefully, again, that will be something now that we'll see from, from this point to the end of the season. It will save Dennis Allen's job. It will probably, again, uh, uh, delay any, any, any particular fire sale in terms of trying to get rid of, of a, got a, a lot of the, again, core players on this team. Uh, and hopefully you'll be in a situation where we won't drop to the bottom like what you've seen with so many other teams uh, that, we can, that, again, the Saints can stay close to 500 as they rebuild back to a championship team. All that is conjecture on my part. All I know is they're cash-strapped and they're draft-pick poor right now. And, the, and because of what they've done to try to win another Super Bowl with Drew Brees, they are in a position now where uh, they don't have the maneuverability of the cap to be able to get, get rid of their stars, even at the trading deadline tomorrow. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see if, the, if there's any maneuverability there. But based on, on, again, the numbers, it doesn't look like they can be players uh, when it comes to getting rid of, player, getting rid of some of their stars for draft picks for next year. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. 
Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If your AC breaks down, if you're looking for a company to come in, clean, make sure your heating is operating, your furnace is operating correctly, Burkhardt can do that for you. They'll give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians, keeping up with the latest when it comes to AC and heating systems, and only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company you can trust. I've trusted Burkhardt for over 30 years. You can as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. AC promise.com today's program brought to you by hendrix demtunia gin we'll be right back hi eric ashwood celebrity chef scott craig of katie scott you have to be excited about katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms yeah but how about my vast local sports knowledge you know sports but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning sunday brunch i'd rather talk about the saints and the pals how about your award-winning pizza or daily specials how about them saints i admit you have a great take on local sports but what about katie's award-winning menu okay folks i invite you to dine at katie's eric and i don't have to brag about the food at katie's the food speaks for itself katie's open seven days a week in the heart of mid-city at 3701 at Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honestly reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Looking for more customers? Running Boards Marketing is the leader in effective and affordable advertising on digital mobile billboard trucks. Just like this radio ad, digital mobile billboards will enhance your existing advertising efforts, making any marketing campaign more efficient and effective. Your brand message will be hard to ignore and highly impactful, with rates starting as low as $2.97 per month. 
Learn more by visiting runningboardsmarketing.com today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com and allow us to drive your message to where the people are. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you again by our friends at Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. Great night to be able to go out there and enjoy Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. Heading out to a uh, to a Halloween party. Get out there and again, before you head out, head out to your favorite spirit store and get Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. Head to your favorite bar or, or restaurant, demand Hendrick's Neptunia Gin, part of the portfolio of William Grant. Do you have your Powerball ticket? $1 billion on the line? Make sure you get it. Or maybe don't get it so I can win it. How's that? And uh, we'll find out tomorrow if I won or not, whether I'm here or not. Rudy, Ru- Ru- we'll figure out, uh, maybe Rudy will have the show tomorrow if I win the billion. Anyway, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Les East joins us at 535. We'll talk Pelicans, LSU, and Tulane next. Don't move. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple.
truth. You can't handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans on this Halloween here in New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NASHFM1061.com, and Eric Asher on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. And I'll have our guest list tomorrow for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. But don't forget, uh, every Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE, also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. That's every Thursday at 1. Then here come the rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLATV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock. Pelican Sports Television, that's statewide. 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV, and then 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com, always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, uh, once again, uh, becoming one of the highest selling, it is one. It is the highest selling uh, um uh, gin in the limited uh, uh, in the uh, in the limited edition spirit category, uh, the super premium gin category, and uh, I've been telling you about it for a while now, uh, because it is um, uh, it is Halloween, and a lot of folks are going to be partaking in a few libations. If you haven't had Hendrix Neptunia uh, gin. 
you can uh, you can make a Hendrix Neptunia Fizz. It's two parts Hendrix Neptunia Gin, one part fresh lime, of, of a fresh lime, one part simple syrup, top with soda, three slices of cucumber. Pretty easy. Hendrix Neptunia to, uh, Neptunia and tonic, one part Hendrix Neptunia Gin, two parts premium tonic, one cucumber tongue. Hendrix Neptunia Curious Cucumber Margarita, two parts of Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Half a part of agave nectar, one part of fresh lime, one cucumber slice, and then the gimlet, which would be perfect for a, a spooky night like tonight. Two parts Hendrix uh, Neptunia gin, one part fresh lime, one part simple syrup, no garnish on that. And, of course, um, uh, the reason why is uh, you got the... Uh, Notes of, notes of coastal freshness balanced with notes of citrus that are learning ju, juper, juniper um, character. Lengthened by uh, deep, deep earthly notes of no, no locally sourced uh, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. It's Henry's Neptunia Gin. It's really easy to mix. It's a fantastic spirit for you. It's only out for a limited time to March of 2023. So get out there and enjoy Henrik's Neptunia Gin. All right, a lot to get in uh, with a, just a limited amount of time. Uh, Leslie is going to join us at, uh, at 535 this afternoon. And, uh, of course, we talked a lot about the Saints and their shutout of the, of the, of the Raiders yesterday, 24 to nothing. Just a fantastic uh, performance by the Saints, something that was expected all season long. I'm telling you, folks, they're not out of this. They play like they did yesterday, the rest of the season. This team has a chance, will win the NFC South, and has a chance to make some noise in the playoffs. Okay? Uh, we'll see how, how that plays out. they got to get a little bit more healthier. Look, I, I got on last week on, on, uh, on Thomas and, and, and Landry. Uh, you know, for not being back, this is too long. Six games for, for Thomas, five games for Landry. Those the guys need to get on the field. With that said, give a lot of credit to the guys that are on the field. Okay, Alave, Callaway. You know, you look at, at what Taysom has done um, with what uh, how again, Taysom still playing through injury, Kamara playing through injury. Should, again, both Thomas and Landry should be on the field. And I talked about Will Levis, the uh, quarterback for the Kentucky Wildcats uh, on social media the other day, and what this kid is dealing with to get on the field every Saturday. And you have two professional athletes that feel like, again, they're laying on the Saints' leg right now. They need to get on the field, both those guys. The one that I'm disappointed in the most is, is again, Jarvis Landry, who is, again, a great LSU player, local kid, who, again, in, throughout his entire career has been tough as nails and played through injury. Uh, they got to get on the field. Marshawn Lattimore, again, want to see him back on the field as well. Uh, they get their their players back. They're gonna they're, they're gonna and, and don't make the self-inflicted mistakes they've made. They're gonna be a team to reckon with down the stretch if they can duplicate what they did yesterday. Let me just say this right now: the Pels are for real. Okay, I told you guys this when the season started. Fifty games, top four team in the West. Okay, look, no doubt. Friday night, different game. Okay, they, they went in, in, into Phoenix. They, they they didn't have the firepower. They didn't have the intensity. That then I thought they brought at the beginning of the season. They were missing obviously Zion, Bi, uh, um, uh, Herb, uh, uh, Herb Jones, as well as um, uh, Dyson Daniels, I believe, also was was out as well. Um, and, and they lost that game. Uh, I really thought again they were right there, nip and tuck with them, and then and then they went on a, a, the Suns went on a little run. A lot of it had to do with again the defensive intensity. I thought that again uh, uh, that. that um, uh, the Suns' defensive intensity was much more than the Pels. But then they rebounded on Sunday. Uh, a, a very uber-talented Clipper team, okay? 
All right. Now they didn't have Kawhi. They didn't have. They didn't have Kawhi. But um, uh, they blew him out one twelve to one to ninety one. Uh, Zion was fantastic. Look, I've been talking about it for a while now, and he didn't do it in the off season, and it's going to hurt him. He's got to find a mid range jumper. You saw what teams are doing to him now. Okay, they're, they're daring him to go to the basket, and then they're they're going to attack him at the basket. They're doing it now, and of course, you know he's not getting the calls that that he deserves because of how physical of a player he is. But 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 he was fantastic yesterday. He flirted with a triple double. He did the things you need to do as you're growing as a player. Twenty one, twelve, and seven. Again, he almost had a triple double with with the assist. And one of the beautiful things was again. He was so smart with the ball in his hands. He was allowing the defense to kind of shift his way, and then he would find the shooters on the perimeter, and, of course, the shooters knocking it down. The Pels, once again, went 10 deep. Uh, without um, uh, Brandon Ingram, Herb, and also Daniels, not on the floor. Even, again, Temple got quality minutes, okay? Um, this team continues to show great depth and can beat you with 1,000 cuts because there's so many players that can score. But more importantly, sharing the basketball. They have really bought into the point five. If you don't get the ball in your hands and you don't have a play with it, at that point, again, that uh, you pass the ball to your teammate. And we're seeing that contagious. I've talked about defense being contagious. That's contagious as well. When you're willing to be able to, again, give up your shot for another shot for your teammate, and that teammate's willing to give up a shot for a teammate, again, you're going to get good shots around. You're going to get really, really good shots, and they've done that. Open shots, okay? Uh, but the trademark of this team has been a swarming defense. Even without Herb on, on, on the court, uh, Najee Marshall, Alvarado, again, continue to show up. And then, you know, I, I talked about Marshall last, last year, right, when they traded Josh Hart. I said that Marshall would be the guy to take on that Josh Hart role, and he has done that in spades this year. Okay, you watch the way he is playing, and now again, knocking down these three-point shots, his energy on defense, his physicality, going to the rim, he's just exactly what Josh Hart was uh, for this team, okay? And believe me, they, uh, Josh Hart was the heart and soul of this team. Uh, Trey Murphy, okay, he's not just knocking down threes. The guy is, again, going in and physically, again, mixing it up inside, showing his athleticism going to the rim. Uh, I mean, so many great stories on this team right now uh, and they're a team. You can see they enjoy being around each other. And they're taking the coaching from Willie Green and his coaching staff, which I think, again, as far as tacticians go, some of the best in the business. Uh, their ability to be able to make uh, uh, adjustments on the fly, those players intelligent enough to be able to make those adjustments, it has been, a, um, it has been fun to watch Pelican basketball. And I cannot wait until Wednesday because they're in, in Los Angeles right now. They're taking on the Lakers on Wednesday. Uh, they're 4-2 and two in their first six games, and the Lakers look god-awful. Now, I know they're going to come with their A game because they're playing the Pelicans. Pelicans hold their uh, their draft uh, draft swap with them this year. They end up in the lottery. Pelicans can grab that pick from them. Uh, but, again, Anthony Davis is a shell of what he once was here in New Orleans. Uh, uh, you look at, at, at uh, LeBron James, he's getting older. They don't have the outside shooting that they need to be able to compete. Uh, the Pels are going to run them out the gym on Wednesday. Watch. Cannot wait, cannot wait to see that. 
Hey, don't forget about uh, my friends over at Suburban Roofing and Siding. My good friend Marty Scoggins uh, has had Suburban Roofing for over the last two decades, over 20 years, uh, re-roofing South Louisiana. Fully licensed and insured, member of the Better Business Bureau, one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers, which allows you, the customer, to qualify for the Manufacturing Extended Warranty Program. Marty has some new, um, some new shingles. That are, that, that are the most wind-resistant shingles on the market right now. He actually put them on my home when, he, when we did our, we redid our roof. And speaking of a guy that's got your back, Marty Scoggins met with, the, uh, with my insurance adjuster after multiple insurance adjusters would not buy the roof, sat, uh, walked, walked the roof with him, uh, and, and again, in just a matter of minutes, had, had, had the guy changed the guy's mind and, of course, ended up uh, buying the entire roof. And then, of course, the service was absolutely impeccable. Uh, his skilled crews... Again, our experts in all types of roof will even hand nail your roof. That's right. None of this hydraulic gun, pop, 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 get on to the next job. They hand nailed my roof, the attention to detail second to none, and, of course, a company you can trust with your roof. It's Marty Scoggins and Suburban Roofing, 504-861-ROOF. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you call Suburban Roofing at 504-861-ROOF. Big weekend, big month right now for LSU and Tulane. Um, LSU is now 15th uh, in the AP poll. Tulane is 19th. LSU is, is 17th in, in the coaches' poll. Tulane is 21st in the coaches' poll. And they're about to enter November. Uh, where we're going to find out if they're – look, this is not a cliche because I was saying it long before Kelly said it. Uh, this is the truth. We'll find out if they're pretenders or contenders. Uh, I, I think the world of both of these teams, how, how far they've come uh, uh, this, this past season. Um, LSU 6-2. and two. They're four and one. They got Alabama and Tiger Stadium at 6 p.m. on on ESPN uh, this week. Uh, Tulane is seven and one, four and zero oh, uh, at Tulsa for an 11 a.m. kickoff. These are winnable games. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear me say winnable game? Even with Alabama, yes, winnable game. Okay, but they're tough. That they're again. They're, they're it's a tough task. When you look at at, at November, is we're going to find out again if, the, if these what these teams are and if they're if they're for real. Uh, because of the schedule that's in front of them. Um, LSU has Alabama this week, then at Arkansas, UAB at home, and Texas A&M at home to close out the season. Um, Alabama looks like the toughest foe on the schedule right now. Now, look, that doesn't mean they can look past Arkansas or they can look past UAB or they can look past Texas A&M. they got to come out and play like they played the last couple weeks. And, with uh, again, with Jaden Daniels leading the way, that defense playing ferocious, smothering defense like they have been playing, if they can do that, they can beat, all, they can beat every team on the schedule, including Alabama. Now, Alabama's going to be tough. Uh, they've had a week to prepare, as they always do for LSU, and, and a week to prepare for Jaden Daniels. And, look, they've got a, they got a quality club, okay? I mean, a lot of people think that, again, this is, a, this is an Alabama team that's down. Yeah, they're down. They're sixth in the nation. Uh, they're still going to be right there. They're going to be challenged by Alabama. But, again, I'm interested to see how Kelly and his coaching staff, with a week to prepare for the Tide, will put together a game plan to defeat Alabama. Okay? Remember, they're both tied at the top of the SEC West standings. Um, Alabama's good. There's no doubt about it. But LSU is a hot team that's just oozing with confidence right now. And this is a very, very good coaching staff that they brought in. We've seen it, right? We thought it was going to be a foundational year. Okay? If they won eight games, everybody was going to be excited, right? They might win nine. They might have a chance to challenge for the SEC West here. Okay? If they can get past Alabama and, and, and take care of business against Arkansas and, and also Texas A&M. But this is a big one this weekend. Um, there's no doubt – 
Alabama is a much more talented team than LSU as they stand here today. Okay? More five stars, uh, you know, more, more experience, there's no doubt. But there's something going on within that LSU program right now that is oozing confidence. A lot of it starts with Jaden Daniels and his ability to make plays. They are, they are stacked at the wide receiver position. They, again, uh, uh, Williams has been playing well as they're at, at running back. This is going to be a week where, again, this, this offensive line is going to be tested. There's no doubt about it. Okay? This is a tough, uh, again, defensive front for Alabama. Uh, uh, as far as the defense goes, again, to me, the biggest suspect on the defense is not the front seven. I think the front seven can hang with Alabama. It's going to be that secondary. Are they going to be able to, again, be able to hang, even though this is a dashboard's down year for Alabama receivers, are they going to be able to hang, hang with the Alabama receivers? And can they stop the running game of Alabama? That's going to be the big part of this. Um, I think they can hang with them. Uh, maybe you'll get a little bit of magic in Tiger Stadium on Saturday night just after Halloween. Uh, with uh, with Alabama, but uh, I'm waiting to see because this is a this is a nice litmus test game for this for this coaching staff and this team. How far this team has truly come to see again how they're going to play against Alabama, uh, and uh, I'm I'm really interested to see again how the coaching staff is with a week to prepare is going to put a, together a game plan to beat to beat the Tide. Um, Tulane again is at Tulsa. That's a winnable game. Then UCF. Uh, at home, that's a tough opponent. Okay, no doubt. Then they got a short week to get on SMU on a Thursday night in Yeoman, and then they finish off Cincinnati in Cincinnati to close out the season. That could be a possible showdown for the regular season championship and, and a berth in the AAC championship game. And I'm telling you, that's not hyperbole. Okay, I'm not blowing this out of proportion here. That this, this is a possibility, a real, real possibility. I watched Cincinnati and and, and uh, Central Florida on on Saturday. Tulane can beat either team. If Tulane plays well, they don't turn the ball over, okay, that defense continues to be a smothering defense. Offensively, uh, they're able to be able to continue to run the ball effectively, uh, and, and Pratt is upright, and, and again, um, uh, those, that wide receiving core steps up to, be, uh, to play as, as good as I think they are. They can play with both of those teams. This is not the year where you say, oh, Cincinnati is that much better or, or, or Central Florida. No, they're not that much better than Tulane. They're not. Tulane can hang with both of those teams. Uh, again, they can't have self-inflicted wounds, can't turn the ball over, can't kill yourself with penalties and mistakes. But if they play a solid game like they've been playing, a disciplined game, there's no reason why they can't beat both these teams. Now, we'll say this. Um, you can't let down against Tulsa SMU. For uh, remember, I was saying early in the season, Tulane doesn't deserve to be talk about a trap game with, with with Southern Miss. Well, they've come full circle here. Uh, those could be trap games. You got to be able to do what what Willie Fritz is saying right now, which is one and zero. Oh. You got to go into each game only worried about that game only and playing that game and giving your one hundred percent focus on that particular team, and you cannot look forward. You cannot start thinking about championships. You can't start thinking about bowl games. Okay, all this, all this again, social media that that's going to be out there. It's different. You know, at one time again, a coach could corral his team. You know, keep them away from the newspaper, keep them away from the from the TV. Uh, you know, and then you know, and and, and maybe again, uh, all you sure you get the back slappers from uh, you know from from boosters and 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 the um, uh, and 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 uh, you know the, the, their fellow classmates. But now with social media, they read everything. 
then it's hard to be able to uh, to put them in a position where you put them in a cone of silence, uh, going back to the, the old get smart days within the 1960s. Uh, this is going to be a test to see how much this team has matured. Okay, this is not out the realm here when you talk about the last four games for them to be able to win. Uh, and if, look, if that happens, and then the Saints play like they did on Sunday against the Raiders, for the rest of the season, LSU and Tulane played up to the level that we've seen the last few weeks. The Pels continue to grow. This could be a November to remember, okay? I'm telling you, leading to a fun December for all the home teams. So um, I'm telling you, one game at a time for each one of these teams. That goes for Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pels. You can't look any further than one game, especially for the Pels who have a long season ahead of them, but for the Saints as well, one game at a time. The Ravens are beatable on Monday night, okay? Tulsa is beatable this weekend. Uh, you know, Alabama is beatable this weekend. You know, it's going to be a very, very tough task for LSU. But you cannot kill yourself with self-inflicted mistakes. And, um, and ultimately, we're going to find out if, if these teams have the ability to be able to be championship worthy, whether that be SEC championship worthy, AAC championship worthy, NFC South championship worthy, and for the Pels winning their division and possibly getting a top four seed uh, in, 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 the, um, in, in the West. It's all in front of all four teams right now. And uh, I'm pretty optimistic on this, on this Halloween Monday uh, for, all, for all the teams. Uh, it's going to be tough for LSU. I'm not, I'm not downplaying Alabama. Believe me, I'm not. But I, I have a lot of confidence in Brian Kelly. Look, he was a deer in the headlights against Tennessee. And you saw that when the team reflected that with, again, the mistakes that they made. Hopefully that was a learning experience for this team. So they're not going to be a deer in the headlights now when, when they take on Alabama. Uh, they're going to go out there and play solid football without having the mistakes. If they can do that, they got a puncher's chance, no doubt. I think Tulane wins against Telsa this weekend. I think the Saints beat the Ravens on Monday night. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Look, now we're in that time of year where you're going to be using the AC and the heater. And my, my good friend John Burkhardt told me this years and years ago, and I, and I always pass this along to you. Um, the air conditioning system uh, 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 inspection is about making sure the AC is cleaned, the AC is working properly, so then when we get into the dog days of summer, that you're, you're not overtaxing that, 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 that equipment and you're getting breakdowns. It's a whole different animal when you start talking about heating system in your furnaces. You've got to make sure they're clean. You've got to make sure they're in working order because nobody wants to, again, subject your, your family or yourself to fires of carbon monoxide poisoning. Again, it's a simple process. Burkhart will come in, uh, go into your system, clean it thoroughly, do a, do a check of all of, 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 the, uh, of the parts, making sure, again, that heater system is working properly. So you got peace of mind of knowing, again, that when your family's home, again, when you lay yourself down to sleep at night, you won't have problems with your heating system. So, again, now's the time to have that heating system inspected. Nobody better than Burkhardt. You know why? They're never going to gouge you, never going to cheat you. They're going to come up with some mysterious uh, ailment within the, um, the system. There's a breakdown, and they'll call, all of a sudden, again, they're upping your charges. Not what they do. They want you as a customer for life. Their reputation means more to them than anything else. The honest reputation of Burkhardt. 
It's been passed down now from, again, John to his sons. Again, it's a truly family-owned and operated business with, um, with John and, and, of course, Jason and, and, uh, and Josh, his sons, working on the 15 trucks and his wife, Kathy, in the office. Okay, Burkhart main name means something to them, and it has been for a long time. So, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, coming up next is Les East of CrestedySports.com. We're going to talk Saints, LSU, and Tulane with him. I want to remind everybody about our friends over at Hendricks, Neptunia, Jen. Uh, look, I've talked about it before. Leslie Gracie is a scientist, but she is also uh, the, um, uh, the master distiller for, um, for Hendricks Gin. She's the original creator uh, and, and of, of, uh, of Hendricks. And uh, at uh, William Grant, they've given her the flexibility of to go out and to do experimentation. And that's why she came up with Hendricks Neptunia Gin. She was walking on the coastline of, of Scotland, uh, you know, and uh, checking out all the botanicals and, uh, you know, the, the, the rugged Ashire coast of southwest Scotland. Um, and, of course, with her background in, in experimentation, fascination with bot- botanical pairings, she extracted the magic of the allure of the sea and bottled it in the gin. That, that name, Neptunia, refers to the goddess of the sea. You want to taste, a, again, a delicious uh, new gin that's on the market. Uh, it's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Only on the market until March of 2023. Get yours now. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by personal injury attorney Jim Hall. Call Hall.com. If you've been injured on land or water, call me and I'll fight for every dollar you deserve. Call 504-832-3000 or online at callhall.com. Responsible attorney Jim Hall, office in Metairie, Louisiana, LA-22-13775. Paid announcer. Look out for an accident on the right shoulder on 10 eastbound at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. Any delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound delays are steady right at Orleans, and then delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also, look out for delays on the eastbound side from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne. Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit and then delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just before Barataria Boulevard and then again delays stretch from just before from just before Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for accidents Elysian Fields at Gentilly Boulevard also Elysian Fields at Mandolin and St. Andrew at Willow. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. And, of course, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. Look, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and you can finance that over time. Uh, you can also go to southerntire.com, choose your tires, uh, and then, let you know, obviously let Southern Tire know what's going on. And then, of course, Southern Tire will, will order those tires for you. All you're doing is pulling in, and they're mounting those tires for you. They make it so easy. And then, of course, keeping your vehicle on 
the road. Whether it's a fleet account that you're in charge of or your own personal vehicle, you want to make sure, again, your, your, your vehicle is, is, um, is running top-notch. At uh, Southern Tire, the Piazza family has invested in, in the latest in diagnostic equipment, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, without the dealership prices. Also, they'll get you on the road. You know, again, so many horror stories from people are saying that they've had their vehicles at the at the mechanic shop for three, four, five weeks. You're not getting that over at Southern Tire, man. They're going to get you in and get you out. And, of course, again, using the same uh, exact equipment you get over at the dealership without those dealership prices. You want a company you can trust with your vehicle? It's Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Using innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to life like never before, coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Day, 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 day
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget Henrik's Neptunia Gin, inspired by the magic of the sea, refreshingly infused with a blend of coastal botanicals and a crisp citrus finish. Get out there and enjoy. Again, Hendrix Demtunia Gen, proud sponsor of our Monday show. Les East of CrestedySports.com, award-winning journalist and also, again, uh, 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 an accomplished author, joins us on the program now. Les, how are you, bud? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great. I'm not sure what that, that music was. I, I, I thought it was going to be something Halloween-related, but I guess, <laughs> I guess Rudy's feeling a little, Rudy's been drinking a little rum back in the studio, getting ready for Halloween, and he must have... No, well, I I've think that, that I think that's Halloween in the Caribbean. That is Halloween in the Caribbean. There you go. <laughs> Rudy said it was a it was a Beetlejuice song. Oh, I okay. It. I, I missed it. I, mean, I was waiting for like Werewolves of London or something so I could go. See, let's know it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> but the, but we'll we'll leave it at, we'll leave it right there. We'll leave it right there. Hey, Les, before we get started, tell the folks about uh, again who you're writing for, and of course your fantastic book. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, the book is called um, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, and it's uh, available uh, on all the major uh, Internet platforms at uh, barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, et cetera. With the midterms coming up next week, I think it uh, continues to be timely. Uh, I'm writing, of course, for CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, wrote something from the Saints game yesterday. I've had, had a couple of Saints stories last week leading up to the sense of urgency going into this game, and it turns out the, the Saints handled that pretty well. And also some uh, Pelican stuff, and, of course, it's LSU-Alabama week. So we're, we have and will continue to have a lot of uh, LSU-Alabama coverage at SaturdayDownSouth.com. No doubt. Let's just start with the Saints uh, again, shutting out the uh, the, the, Los, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders last, uh, last yesterday afternoon, 24 to nothing. Uh, played like, again, they, we thought they were supposed to be playing all season long. Andy Dalton, uh, again, took care of the football. Uh, again, the short passing game was working. Alvin Kamara, obviously, again, the star yesterday, uh, you know, in terms of running and, 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 and receiving. Taysom Hill, six first downs on, on, on his touches. You look at Alave, who's almost uh, unguardable. Uh, you go right down the line, but, again, the – to me, the key to yesterday's victory was the play of the offensive defensive lines, who, again, uh, well, finally played as advertised. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest factors. Uh, the Saints, uh, I think, were superior in every major facet of the game to the Raiders. Uh, but on both sides of the ball, that's pretty much where it started. They were able to uh, run the ball. They protected Andy Dalton, and that was uh, – a key factor in them not turning the ball over uh, and also being balanced on offense and the defensive line. They shut down the Raiders running game, which the last three games had been outstanding and they contained Josh Jacobs. They really got after Derek Carr, sacked him three times, but harassed him throughout. So yeah, the tone was set on both lines of scrimmage, which we thought would be two of the strengths of this team coming into the season, but they haven't really performed up to expectations until yesterday, and then everything emanated from there. And they 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 were balanced on offense. They they were balanced on defense, and they had a big play in the kicking game. 
and uh, didn't turn the ball over and had very few penalties. So, I mean, it was it was a complete performance, something they had not come close to doing previously. And we saw energy finally. Okay, on the defensive side of the ball, they've been lacking that energy, that juice. Um, you know, I've been talking about Gardner Johnson, Quan not being there. They found that. Alante Taylor looks like he's going to be a budding star on this team. But we saw the smothering defense. We saw the gang tackling. We saw, again, uh, you know, the, 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 the corners, the defensive backs playing, again, uh, you know, as Saints defensive backs have been in the past. You know, the, again, the, the up-close one-on-one um, uh, uh, coverage. And, and more than anything else, the ability to stop the run and, and then to affect the passing game with the, with the, with the defensive line. Yeah, and that, that was one of the things I noticed as the game went along. It just seemed like constantly the, the Raiders found themselves in third down on offense and oftentimes third and long. Uh, you know, there have been so many games this year where the other team would convert a first down in, in one or two downs. Or if they got the third down, it would be very short. And the Raiders were knocked off schedule virtually every possession that they had. The Saints had them in third and long. And so that was a big part of it. They they did play with a lot of energy on defense. You know, it's kind of the chicken and the egg. I, I don't know if they came out with more energy or if it was the early success that they had fueled their energy, but it was a winning formula, whatever it was, because they, they played uh, with passion throughout and uh, really just, just socked the Raiders in the mouth and the Raiders never recovered. I mean, they didn't get to over the 50-yard line until, again, garbage time with, with about two minutes left in the game. Uh, they, they, were, they, they had the goose say the shutout there. Can't say enough about the defense. Offensively, they looked a lot like the Breeze offense, the short passing game along to complement the running game and, uh, again, uh, uh, you know, move moved down the field. You know, I don't want to say at will, but, uh, but again, we're, we're pretty dominant, again, from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, and I think we've seen uh, in a few games now, we saw it in the Seattle game a few weeks back, and we saw it uh, to some degree yesterday. And I, I think Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator, is getting a better feel for how to incorporate Taysom Hill in a variety of roles as they've done in previous seasons, and now getting Alvin Kamara involved in the running game and the passing game and, and really uh, – Whenever they had a good drive yesterday, both of those guys were touching the ball a lot, Hill and Kamara. And I think, you know, it's a kind of a tricky thing uh, to figure out when to use Taysom Hill in the shotgun, when to run him, when to throw. And uh, I, I think Pete Carmichael's getting a better handle on how they can incorporate that effectively and not disrupt what they're doing in the, in the base offense, for, for lack of a better term. And I think yesterday uh, all of that was blended together very effectively, and it really kept the Raiders off balance. And uh, Mark Ingram has an, uh, a grade two MCL strain, so it looks like he's going to be out three to four weeks. So it'll be interesting to see again, uh, you know, how they continue to mix and match Kamara in that backfield, and probably now with Wayne Washington, uh, now that Latavius Murray is, is in Denver. Yeah, Dwayne Washington got a, a, a few reps yesterday after Mark got hurt, and so I'm sure he'll be a bigger part of the game plan going forward. I think that also means that you'll probably see Taysom Hill continue to be involved in the running game, uh, you know, possibly as a quarterback in the shotgun. Yep. But one way or another, he's going to be uh, getting more touches, I think, in the running game to make up for the absence of Ingram. And rightly so. Um, 
unless I've been saying this, I said it last week, again, if this team can put together a, a, a game like they did today, yesterday and, and they can carry that over for the rest of the season, this season's not over, okay? Um, I do not believe they're going to be players tomorrow in, 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 with the trading deadline. I don't think Kamara's going anywhere. Uh, the, the cap hits on, on all their stars would be, would be too prohibitive for them to make those deals. But when I look at this schedule, Again, maybe it looks daunting on paper, but if they can play like they did yesterday, they can be in, they can win every game on the schedule. Now, can they do that? That's the question. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to do that, but I do think you know yesterday's encouraging. Not just because you know a two and five team rose up and played well, but they rose up and played to the standards that they've established for several seasons now. So Amen. It, it, it's something that they're capable of doing on a regular basis. And we know that because they've done it on a regular basis in the past. So that's why it's encouraging that it's it's maybe more of a turning point than an aberration. And and they're in a bad division. They and they control right. their fate within that bad division. So if they win their their three remaining games in the division and play the rest of the division even against the rest of the league, they win the NFC South. Mm-hmm. It's just basic math. So uh the season's far from over. And if they can continue to play like they did yesterday on a consistent basis, then all of a sudden it becomes a lot more interesting than it looked like it was going to be just, just a few days ago. No doubt about it. LSU-Alabama week. Um, I said today that Alabama is a more talented team than LSU today. But I believe that I want to see what's going to happen with Brian Kelly and his staff with the week to prepare on how they're going to attack the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I would not be shocked if LSU upsets Alabama in Tiger Stadium. Uh, this, this coaching staff has been incredible all season long. The adjustments made in, in game. Uh, and this team is playing so well now with Jaden Daniels at, at quarterback and the defense seem to have found itself. Uh, most might probably not as optimistic as I am. What are your thoughts on the game? I agree with you. I think LSU could win this game. You know, one of my assignments at Saturday down south is to write a lot about Mississippi State. And so I watched the entire game against Alabama two weeks ago. And Alabama won 30-6, to I think, wound up being the final. But Alabama was unimpressive in the second half. Bryce Young's shoulder was clearly bothering him. Now, he's had two weeks to get healthy, so he's probably going to be in better shape than he was with uh, for the Mississippi State game, but I'm not sure he's 100%. And if he's not 100%, that team's not nearly as good as it is when he is 100%. Their secondary played better against Mississippi State, but it was awful against Tennessee. And LSU's passing game is getting better every week. Kayshawn Booty is starting to look like he might be coming around. You're right, the coaching staff's done a great job with two weeks to prepare I think they will have this team primed, and uh, I think they're going to go toe-to-toe with Alabama. I'm not sure who's going to win, but I think it's a game that's going to be decided by uh, who wins the turnover battle and who comes out on top on on four or five key plays. I don't think it's going to be a lopsided game by any means. I I think this is, uh, even though you're right, Alabama has more talent, I think they have more depth. But I think this is a pretty even matchup, and I think LSU is an ascending team, clearly. Yes. 
I agree. Same for the Tulane Green Wave. You look at this upcoming uh, uh, November schedule, much like LSU. Uh, uh, again, there are, there are winnable games there. You can't let SMU and, and Tulsa trip you up here. Those are two teams you should beat. But I watched UCF and Cincinnati on Saturday. Tulane can match their firepower. Tulane has a smothering defense. If Tulane plays mistake-free football, they can beat both of those teams. Yeah, they can. Uh, you know, uh, Tulane is the only team that's undefeated in American Conference play. <laughs> they're all alone in first place. So as long as they win, they're going to win the, the conference. Now, it's not easy. they got road games coming up. UCF and Cincy are, are the, the, the two strongest competitors. Uh, and that Cincinnati game the day after Thanksgiving, which will probably be uh, a national game on ABC, uh, could well be for all the marbles in the conference. But Tulane is a complete team. Its defense is outstanding. Michael Pratt is a uh, a big play quarterback. Uh, they're able to run the ball. They just they're a really good, solid team that I think is as good as anything in their conference. They just have to play their best when they play the the two top contenders and you're right they can't afford to be flat for one of these games looking ahead right Cincinnati or UCF they can't come out flat against Tulsa because they can also lose to anybody in that conference if they don't play up to their capabilities right and that's why the USM game when you, we look back at it, it, might be a good thing for them because, again, maybe it brought them back to earth and they won't take a Tulsa or, or again, a, an SMU lightly looking forward to a, a UCF or a Cincinnati. Yeah, I think they understand now, and I'm sure Willie Fritz and his staff have driven it into their heads that they did not handle that opportunity against Southern Miss well at all. And even though they got off to a fast start, they made so many mistakes that they they beat themselves as much as Southern Miss beat them. And if they aren't prepared for the next opportunity that comes along, um, they, they could have a repeat of that. So I don't think that they will be unprepared. I don't think they'll be distracted. Uh, they just have to go out and play to their capabilities, and, and they have a chance uh, to play for a conference championship in a few weeks if they continue to do what they've been doing. 100% agree. How about them Pels? Wow, they are, they're very impressive. Um, you know, the, the Clippers are having some problems right now, but still they, they went out yesterday, did not uh, have a great first quarter, and they wind up winning by 21 points without Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones and Dyson Daniels. Uh, clearly Zion Williamson made a big difference in that game. But again, they had six guys in double figures scoring, just like they had eight guys against uh, Dallas last week. So it, their depth is showing up. Their unselfishness is showing up. Their defense is setting the tone. And they have so many weapons on offense that when they do play defense the way they've been playing it, they're really hard to keep up with because they're doing it on both ends of the court and they're doing it while they're shorthanded. Uh, and, you know, I, I would assume they're going to be a fairly big favorite in Los Angeles on Wednesday oh, yeah. because the Lakers are a very bad team right now. They're a train wreck. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, and no then, they, you know, if they take care of business there, they're 5-2 and two coming home to play Golden State in the arena, and that would certainly be a uh, playoff atmosphere again on Friday night. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I, mean, I said this earlier in my monologue. This could be a November to remember 
if, again, all teams, again, uh, continue to play like they've been playing, uh, LSU, Tulane, Pels, and, of course, what the Saints did this past weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember all four of them having the same type of opportunity at the same time. And I, I can't remember really having this much enthusiasm about the Pelicans this early in the yes. season. And I think part of that was because it was a void uh, because the Saints were playing so poorly. And mm-hmm. now with the Saints stepping up and playing the way they did yesterday, having the opportunity in the division that they have, all of a sudden the Saints are back on the front burner. The Pels are, are right there. And uh, like I, I said before, LSU is an ascending team, and, and Tulane has, has been that way all season. So, yeah, you're right. The combination of those four, uh, I can't ever remember – an opportunity like this at this time of year for all four programs. Yeah, it could, could be a fun November, no doubt. Happy Halloween to you, my friend. As always, I appreciate your time. Tell folks how they can follow you on social media, how they can catch your writings, and also how they can find your book. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, SaturdayDownSouth.com and uh, CrescentCitySports.com, and they can follow me on Twitter at less underscore East. And if I don't think I can scrape together the money to stay verified under the new rules, but I will try and stay <laughs> on Twitter in some capacity. Yeah, this uh, $20 for the blue check a month, right? They can have it. Yeah, they're not getting a check for the blue check. I can promise you that. I can promise you that as well, no doubt about it. As <laughs> always, my friend, appreciate your time. Thanks, Eric. There he goes. Again, uh, and, uh, Lessie's always on top of everything. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Even, again, after hours, even on Halloween night, AC breaks down. You need help. They'll send a, uh, uh, a Burkhardt vehicle out to your home or your business to get you up and running. That's right. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute curves. You call after-hours service for you. Uh, we're going to a Burkhardt employee answering the phone and dispatching a Burkhardt truck out to get you up and running. You want a company you can trust? Go with a company I've, I've trusted for 30 years. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. 
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Business owners, let's be honest. We all have competition. Running Boards Marketing can help you stand out with our giant LED mobile billboard trucks, where we drive eye-catching ads that are impossible to miss. Digital mobile billboard ads are two times more effective than traditional billboards and offer a 97% recall rate. Visit us online at runningboardsmarketing.com and click on Learn More to grab your one-time promotional offer today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com. We'll drive your message to where the people are. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. All Access with Ken Trahan is next. I want to thank uh, Leslie for joining us on the program. Rudy back at Studio Producing. Also, again, all the great sponsors sponsor our program, including our friends at Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Uh, reach for Hendricks Neptunia Gin, our Monday sponsor. Uh, thanks for, spon- for supporting our sponsors. Thank you for listening to the program. Happy Halloween to each and every one of you. Remember all the kitties out in the street. Be uh, driver aware. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher. Have a great evening, New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catcher to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. Happy Halloween. <laughs>